Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We say what they can't radio. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Table of Plenty. It's your girl, Ocean. I hope you guys like episode one. But today here on episode two, I'm so excited for my guest. What would you like me to tell the people who you are? You know both my names. Oh so my I, I don't God. know if this is a music interview or something. This a is, personal interview. This so. is a personal interview. All right, well, Lamar. You, you know? You so, oh, okay, all right. I have so no I problem. Guess Lamar, a.k.a., you know, they call him IVL. You know, he has a couple of names, but I'm super excited to have you here today. So introduce yourself. Tell the people what you do. Well, IVL, you know, I do music, you know, and then I got a little clothing line going on. You know, that's kind of lit. So just entrepreneurship, you know, trying to get it. That's it. You just cursed me out before this interview started. So I don't know how my energy is feeling right now. Okay. I don't know if I'm zen anymore. All right. Tell them why. <laughs> you, uh, what do I, I got to tell the people why you cursed me out. You, you shouldn't have brought it up. If you're going to bring it up, you might as well tell them the whole story. You want the whole story? I think it's for another episode. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Let's stick to the script. <laughs> let's stick to the script. He just cursed me out. It's okay. I'm going to eat it. It's all right. We're going to fight after this. It's cool. So, yeah. So, today, guys, we're going to get into our topic a little later on, but real quick, sipping time. So, you guys know I got to give you, like, a little bit of our crumpets from the day. So, a little bit of pop culture. So, have you heard of the whole phenomenon, black men don't cheat? You asking me? I'm asking you. Definitely. I heard that. <laughs> the hashtag that's been going all over on social media? Of course. Right. How do you feel about it? I feel it's very powerful. Why do you say that? Because that's just the stigma. That's just how women view men, period. You know what I mean? Like before they even meet him, you just think that if he, you say, or if he, if he's light skinned, he's too cute. He's, he's going to cheat. If he dark skinned chocolate and look good, he's going to cheat. Y'all don't even give him a shot. So it's just like, I'm glad they got the hashtag out because how you going to call somebody a cheater before you know him? Wait a hold on, wait you a minute. I, a question. I did ask you a question. Right, this is an opinion segment, right? You right. can have yours, I'm gonna have mine. Okay, right? good. Do your thing. So here's my thing. I feel like the whole hashtag black men don't cheat gives um you're right. Some people I think in general there may be a stigma that all men cheat, right? If they got money, if they handsome, right. if they're ugly, whatever, all men cheat, right? But here's my thing. Specifically black men, I know a lot of black men that cheat, so I'm very confused. I don't want them to use this as an excuse to like continue their behavior. No, but you know black men don't cheat. We just be in a relationship that we just don't know about. Oh, okay. That's, that's, Maybe that's the men like cheat because they're not getting at home. Wow. You're getting whatever they, they, the reason why they cheat. And sometimes they can have, because every woman feel that they, the bomb and they just, God's, so it's just like, if a man is cheating, it has to be for a reason. A person is not going to cheat just for free wreck. They're going to cheat because they're not getting the full thing that they feel like they want at the crib. So sometimes if they cheat and you see what the reason is for. So how do you suggest they get the full thing that they want? Communication. I mean, all relationships work, you know, with communication. So if you ain't communicating, it could be the male fault too. He's not telling the girl like, yo, you're not doing this. You're not satisfying me in this area. So this is why, you know, you caught me cheating or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I think communication is number one. 
And that would stop black men from cheating and make First of all, you saying rape. black men. That's the Every hashtag. Men. It's called black men don't cheat. But I'm, we ain't able to, listen, women cheat, white, black, anybody cheats. But if you just say, you can, don't, because you don't, that's, it sounds funny just saying black men. Because that's what the hashtags say. All the black men tell me, no, it's true. I'm like, it's a lie. Black men don't cheat. I'm standing with it. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with it. We're just going to be I'm black and ends. I don't, so. We're just going to be on opposite ends. We're just going to be on opposite ends. You, you're a female. You would. No. I know facts. I if know they said, I know the hashtag was, facts. If it was hashtag black females don't cheat, you gonna stick with it? Heck no, because I know that's a lie oh, too. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I just want to know were you biased listen, or were you? No, I'm fair across okay, the board. I know good. a lot of cheaters. I've <laughs> been a cheater, so you know, you can't. I think it should be as, I mean, everybody cheats, so black men don't cheat. I just think they started that because that's how we're looked upon. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like they just feel every black man cheats, so we gotta reverse it. You know what I'm saying? Black men don't cheat. Catch us. If we do, you gotta catch us, bitch. <laughs> you gotta catch us, man. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Cause I'll go on and on about definitely. that. Yeah, I can definitely. definitely. Listen, so they said it's gonna be a hot girl summer. According to Cass Facts, he said, you know, a hot, a hot girl summer is where, you know, you stun on your ex, you're feeling good, you're not worried about anybody, you're living your best life, you're getting your money, getting to the bag, and you're mm-hmm. super educated. So if you had to think of what would be, well, hot boy, well, okay. For our purposes, I don't know if it should be called a hot boy or whatever, because I remember what a hot boy was. We don't want no hot boys. Like, you know, we don't want that. But what would the opposite look like for a male? For the summer? Yeah. I mean, probably the same thing. You know, we at a day and age where, you know, everything is like kind of like self-owned, like just businesses and everything like that. So got a lot of people doing real estates, clothing lines, and just getting, you know, trying to get their bag together where they don't have to work for nobody. So... I think, you know, same thing for the males, just focusing up and stop cheating and dealing with girls oh, and all that. We, we offer the have t- hashtag, we on something else now, but <laughs> yeah, just, you know, cause I think even with that stuff, like relationships and all that, if you got a girl or whatever and, and she not seeing your vision and not going where you trying to go, it, it's going to kind of stop you from, you know, chasing your bag. So I just think if you, you know, you got to <laughs> Males too, we gotta get to that bag, B. That's all it's about right now. Leveling up. That's it. Numbers you know listen, saying? men lie, women lie, numbers, numbers don't. don't lie. Well, so there we go. Exactly. So are you ready to get into this topic? Yeah, of course, definitely. Alright, guys. So today I told you guys some of our uh what it was going to be about, but it's pretty much just about I know people who have been in prison and who have been like super successful and readjusting back in the regular life. And I feel like a lot of times there's this stigma that hangs over people who have gone and been in the system. I don't even like prison. I'm like, yeah, I like to call it a system because it is a system. So who have been a part of the system and you're one of the people who have been like super successful out of the system, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there's like this whole transition period. I've seen people do well. I've seen people fail at the same time. But I just want people to stop thinking it's one way. Well, he's been in jail or he's been in the system and he's just this way. And it's like, Nah, they're still a human. We all make mistakes. Some of us get caught. Some of us don't get caught. Some people deserve to be in the system. And it's like for other stuff, I feel like it's over. They go a little above and beyond, Fresh. right? Especially with men of color. So what was your experience like? Um, From the beginning? You know, you, you don't, for never going to jail to just getting sentenced to nine years, is like, you, you know what I'm saying? So it was just trying to adapt to the surroundings at the, you know, like I said in the beginning or whatever, but... um experience i can't say it was cool but it was like when you from the street you just whatever like just to take it outside of jail like i grew up in brownsville and then like my 11th grade year in automotive 
I told my moms I wanted to go to North Carolina to finish school because I knew I wouldn't finish it in New York. So it was like when I got down south, I just adapt. So I think it kind of was like the same. It was like, all right, this is my new life for the next nine years. I got to adapt. However jail go, I just got to go with, you know, go with the flow. I knew certain things, you know, respect, you know, just things like that. But it get hard. You know, you can't see your family when you want. Talk to them when you want. You got somebody telling you when to wake up. I mean, when to go to bed, when to eat. It's 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 hard. It's hard. It's very hard. You know what I mean, so it just help you. It help you reevaluate your your choices you make when you go back home. You know what I'm saying, like when you right. finally get out, it just help you, you know, make better decisions. You know what I'm saying, so, but it was definitely hard. I ain't gonna lie. How did you maintain your sanity? Because I know a lot of people who, <laughs> unfortunately, they were always in um. What do you call it? I can't get in. I was talking <laughs> about it before. It's the S word. Sal. Solitude. Okay. Right? I know a lot of people who would always get in a fight and always went there. But for some, they did well. Yeah. For others, they went a little crazy. So how did you maintain your sanity? I guess I got a lot of uh support from the family, friends, you know, moms, pops, brother, grandmother, everybody was just coming up. The first spot I was at was in Pennsylvania, so it was close. I mean it was like two hours away, so you know, they had a van that'll go pick up people through the whole New York, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Queens, and they'll bring them to the vet. So it was it was convenient, you know what I mean? So I got a lot of support. So seeing them every week was, it helped me, like, you know, just get through it. Like, you know, that you're still light at the end of the tunnel, you know? But, and like, but the, like, the fight and stuff, it wasn't, like, it happens. But, like I said, Jet was more respecting. Nobody ain't going to just walk up to you and, you know what I'm saying? If you disrespect, then, you know, it's the same thing in the streets, you know what I mean? But it wasn't really... It wasn't really hard like that, but just keeping it standing, reading books. You know, my mother, she big in church, so she'll send me, like, daily words or whatever. Because right now in the feds, they got email. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so she'll eat, she'll copy and paste and send a daily word or whatever. So I'll get up in the morning and do that. You know, I play ball. You know, it's just, it's, it's still like the streets is just, I mean, people gamble. Everything. You had iPods, they listen to music. Like, it really was like you was home. You just couldn't go home. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, that's what I said, when I saw people, like, folding it was just kind of like weird because it's just like you got to be stronger than that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you don't have life. And I've seen dudes with life that still was holding on. You know what I mean? Holding on to faith, reading their books, like going to the law library, fighting their cases or whatever. So wow. it's not really hard to keep your sanity in there. You know, you just got to be strong. Right. right. So what did you need from your family and friends while you were in there? What did I need? What did you need from them? Just support. I mean, you... Physical things like money and stuff like that, but that ain't really. The commissary. Yeah, I mean, you could get that. Like I said, you gambling this, so if you was good, you gonna make your money. But um, I just needed the support. I mean, just they kept my spirits, you know, lifted or whatever. When I spoke to them, as long as I knew that they wasn't, you know, like sad on the other end of the phone, it, it kept me good. When I felt that they was like going through it, then it kind of hurt because I couldn't do nothing about it. You know what I mean, but only thing I needed for them was support. When I call, they press five. When I need a visit, they come. I mean, nine years is a long time. It is. At 22 years old, we'll come home 30. You know what I mean? So, but he did it, though. Wow. When did you have your aha moment? Like, when I get out, I'm going to do this differently or I'm going to be different? <laughs> like I said, I rap, right? But I didn't learn how to rap until I got into prison. I wasn't right. even into music at all. I mean, not I listened to it, but I wasn't trying to be no rapper before I went to jail. But when I got in, my first cell I went to, it was a Bible, a pen and a pad. So I picked the Bible up first, of course, and read a little bit. But then I picked the pen up and just, I started like mimicking like Fab and Jay-Z, like just mimicking. They, they, I'll take their songs 
And then I use the same cadence and just write, and I just kept practicing. But then once I got Come to on, an actual words. cell, Come on. You're crazy. Come on. <laughs> when I got to the actual part or whatever, I met other dudes, of course, that rap. So I just started studying it. So that kind of like what got me through, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, but my aha moment probably was like, like the third or fourth year. I started like sketching out things and saying like, yo, I might take this music thing serious. I'm still was looking at my age factor like, yo, I'm going to be 30. So even if I do do the music thing for a second, I don't want that to be my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just mm-hmm. want to try to get in the door and then open it for the dudes that I was meeting. That was like 1920. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, because they was taking a, a liking it to me. And I'm like, yo, I got you when I come on. And I know people just talk to talk. But if you look at my gram, I got dudes from Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, all over. That That's IV. You know what I mean? So I kept my word. But um, that was really the aha moment probably like. The third, fourth year, I said, all right, I'm going to take this IV thing. And it felt good. Right. It felt like, because I was asking God every night, like, what, like, you put me in for a reason, because ain't no way you gave me nine years for doing that. When You know what I'm saying? Like, it had to be a reason you put me in. And I just started seeing um, seeing it unfold, like, different little things happening. Like, oh, no, nah, this is this is why you put me in. So, it was like third, fourth year. Wow. <laughs> That's a, I don't know. I don't think I would, I don't ever want to be in there. I don't nah, want to hold y'all up. I don't, nobody, I don't, I don't want to hold you up. I don't, you know, certain people ain't built for that. I would be too, I would you, be. You say that cool. now, but it just be like that first, like you really, when you say, I'm in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you did something. If you didn't do nothing, then it's different. But if you did something to get in there, it's like, damn, like they got me. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but everybody just feel like they can't do it it's not what you think it's nothing like tv like eyes and all of that type of stuff it's nothing like that nothing nothing like that like i met good good dudes i'm talking i'm in there with one of my best friends is an older guy but he invented implants for the, the dental implants and i'm saying he's a doctor like we sit and talk every day even to this day like we talk every day and yeah, you meet real good people, politicians, you, you know, they just got caught up. You know, everybody do what they do to get a little bit of change or whatever, but you meet good people in there and you become brothers, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't what you think. If you was going to, <laughs> if anything happened and you went to a female jail, you'll be all right. Trust me, you'll be okay. I feel be like, right. you know, I'm just, I can't sit still for long. And people giving me too many directions would definitely bother me. It's like, no, I'm the boss. No, I'm me. I'm the leader. You follow me. Like <laughs> They do be bugging out, man. They be, when I, cause like I said, I was in Pennsylvania first and then I had transferred to Texas because I got caught with a cell phone. So once I got to Texas, it's way bigger. It was like 3,000 people there. You know what I mean? Right. So New York is here. There's people, like everybody was sectioned off. You know what I mean? So you got a dude that been in the longest and he like, yo, this, I run a New York car, so I'm looking like, what you mean you run the car? Like, we gotta do what you say? Like, I said, I'm out on that, B. I'm, I mean, I'm my own person, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you, they, they, they get like that, they get crazy. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. So what does IVL stand for? It stands for Incredible Vision L, but I mean, my thing is I-V-E-N-T. I mean, so Incredible mm-hmm. Vision Entertainment, so I just took that. I couldn't just keep calling myself L as a rapper, so I just threw IVL and rang. I didn't have to go look for a name, you know what I mean? So I just, and then sometimes I scream out Ivy League, and I still IVL too, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, Ivy, Ivy is just incredible vision, hell, or whatever. Because you do have incredible vision. I definitely Let's do. Go. That's God blessing, man. You right, know? right, right. Everything happened for a reason. You needed those nine right. years to readjust, reconfigurate, and plan definitely, everything out. Definitely. So what was it like coming back, readjusting everything that's going on? Back in like to regular society, because was, was it easy for you? Because uh, some of my friends they were like, <laughs> I didn't know 
that this had came out or this right, had came right, out or right, how to right. use this social media. I was like, really? Because I felt like you should have, but maybe I'm wrong. It wasn't. It wasn't hard. Not. It was different once I actually that first day that I came home. It was I wasn't confined no more. But it wasn't hard because, like I said, I had a cell phone for like three years right. at the camp, and then once you got to the other jail. People come in every day. So now they want to sit there and tell their war stories like, yo, this is Instagram. You know, and then you sit in there politicking with the um, CEOs and they tell you about Instagram and these different sites and all that. So they keep you in the loop. You watch the TV, BT, all the stuff that's going on, commercials, we get in magazines. So if you want to know what's going on, you mm-hmm. can read about it every day. You know what I mean? So right. it wasn't really all, but coming home and like I'm saying, like when I first got out, it was in Texas. So I had to take a plane. So I had a jail ID. They looking at me like, I'm like, yo, so I got. So <laughs> they let me on a plane. I'm over here looking around. Like, it was just, it, that part felt funny because I just kept feeling like they was coming back to get me. Like, they was going to stop me at any minute. Like, right. you got to come back. You know what I mean? So, but it wasn't really hard to adjust. It was like, next day I got an iPhone. It was going through it. Like, it was just like, I never left. Like, I never left. More, yeah. I mean, the clothes changed. Well, everything hello, was, hello, hello. Everything was hello, a little tight now. Hello. No one baggy white teeth. We right, doing it different right. this time around. So what did you change when you came back as far as like pursuing your plan and going forward in your purpose? Friends. Had to, you know, had to change the people I was around because you got to think I was selling drugs. So when I come back, even if they not selling drugs no more, it's still the same crowd. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I had to kind of like go see who was doing music who was doing clothing i had to get in that circle because that's what i wanted to do right can't hang around drug dealers if i'm going to sell clothes you know what i'm saying so i really just did that more just started reevaluating who i was going to associate myself with and a lot of dudes that i was in with came home already so i was seeing what their plans was you know some was driving trucks or you know different little things construction or whatever but i just got next to the people that was doing what i was trying to do you know what I mean? so the connections you made while you were in jail you said the system. Oh, okay. The system. While you were in the system, it allowed you to be able to come out here and be successful and thrive. Is that how it works? Definitely. Worked? It was, that, I mean, like I said, it was a gift and a curse. That's why I said I kept asking go like, cause he, he just aligned everything because now with me having, like doing the music and the clothing and being at these different places, Pennsylvania and Texas, I met people all across the world. So right. I can, you should see me in LA, Miami, like just like, you know what I mean? New Moving Orleans, I'm all over the place. You know what Moving I'm saying? So, and that's what it's from. I can make one call, like, son, I'm coming through. And these are all people I met in jail. It's like, you know what I mean? So that's what I said. It was, it was a gift and a curse going in. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's showing is is uh, the favors now, you know? Right. So. Did you ever deal with like any discrimination as far as you having been in the system and like trying to get work? Oh yeah. Yeah. First coming home, definitely. I tried to get a job at Target, and it was like, we don't accept um, felons. And I'm like, what? I said, yo, this is crazy. That's right there. I said, I'm not working for nobody. I'm not. Right there when I went to, I went downtown on Atlantic Avenue went to Target. And I went through the first interview. I'm thinking I'm good because I did the first one. And then when I went to go do the second one, a black lady told me. She was like, I'm sorry. Like, we would have hired you, but we can't. Ex-. I'm like, wow. And from there, I just went hard with the clothing. T-shirt at a time until it built the way it is now. But that that was crazy. 
I mean, they passed the law now that to where they can't even use that against you, but they still do because it, it, it comes up. You know yeah. what I mean? So they'll use another excuse why they're not going to hire you, but they're still like I got friends that work for UPS and all that, and I know that they were saying that they couldn't, you know, at a time that they couldn't work there. But so I guess it's just who you come across and you know however they feeling. But I'm just not working for nobody. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it because I'm gonna need people to work for me right. eventually. But you know, I I'm just not feel that you know I got enough drive. To go hard to build, you know, something that's for everybody that, you know, everybody that, you know, they, they will love. So I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing, man. It ain't broke, so don't fix it, you know. So tell us about what you're doing. Tell us about your entrepreneurial lifestyle now. Yeah, I mean, it started just with T-shirts. It started with me promoting the songs like Trust and No Love and all of that. Because I'm like, who going to walk down the street and just look at me and say I'm a rapper? I got to wear the, you know, I got to promote it somehow. So I made the, the T-shirt Trust. So it just started off at, as merch at first. And then people want to buy it. Like, yo, I want to buy the trust shirt. So I'm like, all right. And just yeah. turned into Avi Apparel. You know what I mean? So, but now it's just, it's different because now I got cut and sold. Now I got, um, I brought machines. So now I manufacture other people's clothing brands. There's a bunch of stores. I mean, a bunch of clothing lines in Vinnie's that I do for other people that's out of Brooklyn. But, you know. Come on, black man. I was just, Come a, on. You know, it was by mistake because I was working at a embroidery place. And they kept messing up my clothes. So I'm like, man, I'm going to buy my own machine. So I brought the machine, taught myself how to use it. So once people started seeing that I have the machine in the house, they like, yo, could you, you know, do our stuff? And just turned into that from there. Like everything just on its own. I, nothing I would ever think about. I wasn't even thinking about doing nothing like that when I came home. Like, but see, that, that, but that's when you're like walking in your purpose, right? Right. Everything happens for a reason as it should be and at the time it should be. Cause think about it. If you would have never went into nine years of the system, who knows who you would have been now, right. right? Right. And you were already, I can clearly tell like a hustler, smart, you knew how to move, you knew how to connect <clears throat> people. Mm-hmm. And now you just use it for the good. Right. Right. Question. You completely change it and you switch it. So it's just the hustle, same same ambition, just a different. It's a, it's it's all about the product. I used, I sold drugs. It was bad, you know. But now I just keep the same hustlers ambition. This is for the you know for something good. Same person, same everything. Ain't nothing changed. I just, just changed the product. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know. But now I guess you know this is because this is in God's. You know this is His tab. So that's why. Right, 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 right. You know. Yeah. So. What would you say to people who, if someone who was listening who just came out of the system and they need a word of encouragement, what would you tell them? I tell them don't give up. I mean, that's that's easier said than done because you're going to keep getting doors slammed in your face. And, you know, it's so easy to go pick the pack back up. But, I mean, if you learn something in there and you read and you said you were going to do something, stick to it. Because it's, it's easier than, it's, it's easy. Trust me, it's easy. Man. It's not hard at all. It, Got my license off the rip, did everything. Cause you know, you gotta start all over. Mm-hmm. Social security card, birth certificate. You know, and if you don't got, um, family support, I mean, it's different people that'll help you get, get this stuff, you know, but I tell anybody, just don't give up. Like, listen, I ain't have a job since I came home. I've been home four years and I ain't worked for nobody since I came home. So trust me, you ain't gotta go pick no drugs. I'm, I'm trust me. You know what I mean, so, you know, just stick with it, man. Stick with it. Yeah, wow. definitely. Look at you. Come on, beacon of light. Come on, be positivity. Come on, because I'm super excited. So, what would you? So, why do you think some people can't readapt? Laziness. I think any time. Excuse me. Say that again. One more time. Yeah, being lazy. Say again. Yeah, man. A lot of people lazy. Even if you never been to jail, a lot of people stop their own goals because they, you know, they don't see it through. 
I mean, they just think it's supposed to happen overnight. I still say and be like, damn, I want to rap, but I'm just like, I can say damn, right? You, you say damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I be trying to be polite, man, but now, you know, I'm like, you know, my purpose is something else because when I'm in the studio with Jess B and my, the other artists with IV, I'm no, they want me to like produce, like, hell, what should I say? Or I see my, my, my strengths is more in that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I'm too old, not too old to rap, but I don't feel the way they feel. You know right. what I'm saying? I like it because it's a hobby. They're more passionate about it. You can hear it when they sing and when they rap or whatever. So, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I just, you know. You're the director. That's, that's it. Yeah. it. That's, that was your purpose. That's you're a director. Part. That's, that's a it. Part. You're the connector and the director. Everybody can't do that. Everybody can't be a boss, right? Some people are just meant to be workers, and yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. Can't have so many chiefs and not enough Indians, right. but that's how it goes. Have a lot. So, I'm getting a little personal. Get a little into your business. Oh, that wasn't personal already? No, listen, come on. <laughs> listen, so what does your self-care routine look like? So, do you make sure, like, from this time to this time, you don't answer messages? Are you like, I need to drink my water? Are you out there getting a manicure? Like, what does your personal care routine look like? Are you taking lots of naps? None of the above that you said. None. I gotta answer the phone. I gotta. I don't get no sleep. You don't see these Louis bags in my eye. I don't get no sleep, big. I just. I gotta work. I feel like I messed too much time. And I know, you know, I fake workout, fake drink water, or whatever, and try to eat right. But I, don't, I, I can't. I can't stop. I'm too like. You know what I mean, like, it's too much energy buried in me. Like, right. I feel if I if I go to sleep, I'm gonna miss something. You know what I'm saying? I I gotta get it. No. No. So what you're saying is, I need to organize a trip for you. Okay, got you. Say no more. You need to travel. Have you traveled? I'm probably be working on. No, no. Have you traveled? You mean outside the country? Yes. I don't got my passport. I can't get in someone probation. I got one more year on probation. I see DRs cut out my trip. My my plans. That was my first trip. Not that's that's a wrap. Going to get uh. I'm not going no more. Mm, Maybe Jamaica might be my first one. To Belize. Belize, yeah, yeah, Belize definitely. I got a whole list. Yeah, Belize is definitely on the list. I'm have to organize you some trips. Or I could go to St. Thomas, ain't that part? Ain't that? Yeah. I don't think you don't need a passport. The Bahamas, the yeah, Virgin Islands. Set it up, B. Yeah, that's Puerto it. Rico you, or you really gonna go? Am I? Am I gonna go? You better not schedule. <laughs> if I set it up, you better not schedule. First nothing. of all, let's not talk about scheduling. Oh Thomas, my God! I continue. Wait you a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. on because right the last time this happened. Hold, don't clap. Don't clap. I swear to God, throw this whole place in a topsy turvy. All right. It'll be a tsunami in here. All right. Don't, don't do that. Now we good. I'm messing with you. You know I'm not uh-huh, Whatever. Be. You, whatever. We're going to yeah. fight after this. I told you. We got two reasons to fight now. You just keep egging it on. So what is one word you would want people to understand from your life story? What is one word that would sum it up? Like, what do you want them to get? One word? One word. You only got one word. I'm a rapper. I can't think of one you word. You got one word. You got one word. You said one word to sum up. Your entire life story that you want people to get from it. I need help with that. I don't know. I can't think of one word, man. Mine should be growth, right? I'm ever That's evolving, a good one. ever changing. Yeah. I'm never the same person, but always in a good way for the better. Growth. Mine should be growth. Because it's still growing. I still make mistakes. I still do certain things that, you know, I'm not supposed to do. Or whatever. Not, not, like, not like that, but I mean, you know, just make mistakes. <laughs> nah, because I want to criminate myself. Next thing you know, the boys can bust it through the door. But nah, for real, growth is definitely it because I, I think until the day we die, we're going to continue to grow. You know what I mean? So growth is a good one. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Teamwork, B. That's it. <laughs> you didn't make it explode. You got I don't want to blow oh up. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to blow up. <laughs> and what does the future hold for you? 
Um, oh, we're gonna definitely be successful with this IV thing. I feel it. You know what I mean? And I, I know everybody say, you know, and it doesn't happen, but it's just the way the direction for four years where I'm at now, everybody still just sit like, yo, some can't believe it. Some happy, you know, so I know as long as I, you know, continue to take the right steps and put the right people in the circle, in my circle, you know, IV is definitely gonna blow. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's definitely success, man. It's success. For incredible vision, B. Right. You were given incredible vision for a reason. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's all connecting. <laughs> and now we've come to the last part of the show. It's called The Last Tip. So this is the opportunity where you give any last words that you would want people to get. Whether it's a quote, whether it's a song they need to listen to, a book they need to read, a person they need to follow. Anything that's full of encouragement and inspiring. Um, a first thing that popped ahead, popped in my head, cause I can say anything, but it's this quote that this older dude told me when I was in jail and he said, I over E. And I was just like, what you mean by that? And he was like, intellect over emotion. He was like, a lot of people make, uh, decisions off their emotions when you're supposed to, you know, use your intellect. You know what I mean? So he just said, yo, just make sure anything you're doing when you're making a big decision, you choose I over E. He's like, if it's dealing with a girl, like in a relationship, you know, you might yell and scream because, you know, emotional, but he was like, what is the, you know, what is the intellectual thing to do? You know what I mean? So he's like, yo, just try to move with Alva E. And I, I preached, since he told me that I preached that to everybody, you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel that a lot of us react off emotion first. Definitely. And then think about it later and want to say sorry and all of that, but it's too late. You already said it. You know what I mean? So Alva E, man, intellect over emotion. I gotta uh, write, I gotta write that down. I gotta put that in my book. <laughs> Yeah, put that in your book, to the book. I think that should be a <laughs> caption on Instagram too. But anyway, um, yeah, cause it's pretty high quality stuff. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah, I want to thank you for being here today. I'm sorry that we had to like. On my so beautiful many Saturday, I'm a guard. Oh Saturday's my gonna be god! Raining. Oh Come my on, god! Man, I got my shorts on. Okay. My legs gonna get oh wet. My god. I'm sorry. I was supposed to say all that. Wow. <laughs> I thank you for being here though. It don't matter. It don't matter. Listen, I'm optimistic and I'm going to stay positive about it. And you know what? It don't matter. Just a little rain. You know what I'm saying? You need it's a little like rain. Emotion. Your body is made of 70% water, so you good. All right? You needed that water. <laughs> no, I didn't. That you I got to walk to my car. I don't got no umbrella. What? Umbrellas. Who? God is going to cover you. The okay. Spirit, preach. The Holy Spirit is going to cover yo, you. Yo, you, you definitely Okay. So there that's you go. So Reverend please, Ocean. That's it. There you go. Pastor right? O. Okay. Listen, yes, I was so excited for this interview. I'm glad you came. I'm, I'm glad, glad you, you had so me, man. Well, I'm glad, you know, you gave the people a dose of, you know, life after the system. Because a lot of people look at it and they don't they don't see the whole picture. They yeah. don't see the growth part. They don't see the good. All they see is like, well, this is what happened. So, yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you, too. I, I know we're all proud it. of you. I appreciate it. The whole real. squad, you know, everybody, everybody that listens. That's it. Everybody who pulled up to the table today. Yeah. And what I will say... I tell other people, you know, you like, you comment, you share, you repost anything you like from the episode. If you want to reach out to Lamar, aka Mr. IVL, what's your Instagram? Um, Mr. IVL, Mr. IVL, simple. That's it. You yeah. can email him, hit him up, and it was really encouraging having you here today. And I appreciate Definitely. that you you go up, but you always reach back. No question, always. Yeah, yeah. It's family, B. Yeah, come on, come on. I'm about to drop an album right here. Come on, make it be one. You know what I'm saying? But thank you for being here. Appreciate you. And guys, thank you for listening. And until next time, y'all be well. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.